Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
Miami before that with Shalom. We heard Ivdu done by Eitan Freilach. Aspak Larya had Od Yishama, Yaakov Shweki, and Muzika. Modim done by David Perlman. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Hello, everyone. It's Wednesday on this December the 26th, day 18, in the month of Teves, the year 5779, Tufshin Tess. 33 degrees, 61% humidity, Windsor West at 6 miles an hour, mostly sunny, high 44, clear tonight, low 33, tomorrow partly cloudy, high Thursday, 42 degrees. Yushalayim is at 54, we're at 33 here in New York as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Um, hope your day was good yesterday, a lot of people with the day off, a lot of people with the day on, whatever you ended up doing yesterday, I hope everything worked out well and I hope you were utilizing us, the Nahum Segal Network, as your soundtrack for the day. Uh, I say it that way because I, uh, I noticed on our back end that a tremendous number of people turned to us yesterday, as uh, very often they do when it's not December the 25th, as a, a Jewish resource, as an oasis, a Jewish oasis in a world that's dominated by... Uh, by a whole bunch of other stuff on the 25th of December. So thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in and being part of this. If you want to comment on the app, we welcome that. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Let us know where you are, what you want to hear, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, we got a piece of news that I guess is, I don't know, a mixed piece of news. Should we say it that way? Uh, our good friend Danny Danone is leaving the UN. Uh, Israel's ambassador to the United Nations has resigned. He is um, running in the Likud primary. He was scheduled to leave, or I shouldn't say it that way. He was scheduled to end his term in February. <clears throat> and now I guess with the April elections, that would have been in limbo likely. Um, but now that Israel has moved its election for the 21st Knesset from November the 5th to April the 9th, he has decided to resign, step down early ahead of a, a run in the Likud party primaries, which will be happening before the election. So Danny Danone has been an amazing friend uh, of ours at the UN, and I'm sure he'll continue to be a friend. But much more importantly, he has been an unbelievable advocate for Israel and the Jewish people at the United Nations. Yeah, if there's such a thing, <laughs> if there's such a thing as... Uh, doing an effective job at the United Nations for somebody who's from Israel. He did it. He really did it. So call like a vote ambassador Danone and good luck in the Likud primaries. And, uh, hopefully we'll speak down the road, but that for us is the, uh, interesting news story of the morning here at JM in the AM. Um, it's funny, you know, I, uh, uh, the, and by the way, former uh, Jerusalem Mayor Nir Barkat has announced that he's running with Likud, according to the Jerusalem Post. Um, Prime Minister Netanyahu has already started his secure, uh, what will no doubt be a very heavily security, um, security issue primary or security issue election campaign, a security issue campaign. He's already declared that these settlements, those areas of Yudan and Shomron, are in grave danger if the left triumphs. That is the um, headline 
at the Jerusalem Post's website. So you can see already it's December, but the election's in early April. The campaign, you can't say it's in full swing, but it's in full swing. (laughs) And he's already on that theme that I'm sure he's going to be harping on for the next uh, three months. So there you have it. Uh, We say good morning to everybody out there, all the students, all the teachers, all the parents, everybody who's tuned into JM and the AM. All the carpools. I do remind you that we're in the final week of 2018. If you love this program, and it's so obvious that so many people love this show and what we provide all through the day. If you love it, help us fund it. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and give as generously as possible. FJB, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org. And again, be as generous as possible. Wednesday morning, it's JM in the AM at 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. Mama, mama, 
J.M. in the A.M. With Yoni Z. Mordechai Shapiro's Lo Alecha. You heard Am Yisrael and Netzach done by Schlockrock, Lenny Solomon, Michal Brzezinski, and Amechad. Nashir Biachad, that was Shim Kramer, and Am Yisrael Chai was Natanel Hirschdick. It's a Wednesday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web at NachumSigl.com, on the NachumSigl Network, and of course, in the beloved NSNF. Got our news from Israel, or I should say Galit Sal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Wednesday, JM in the AM with 33 degrees, mostly sunny, a high temperature of 44. Danny Danone leaving the United Nations, running in the Likud primary. That's one of the big stories of the day. Israeli election coming up on the 9th of April. Get ready. Campaign has already started. If you're paying careful attention to some of the public figures, boy, has the campaign already started. Um, don't forget, you can support this great radio broadcast and keep it going. The whole network, keep it going for yet another year. Support our 2018 campaign this final week of 2018. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. You can sponsor part or all of a JMN broadcast, if you wish, in honor of someone, in memory of somebody, someone's birthday, anniversary, whatever the case may be. Do all of that by going to fjbunity.org again fjbunity.org and we thank you and join our campaign now as the year is about to end and participate with us fjbunity.org fjbunity.org Galitzal Israel Army Radio 2pm newscast for Wednesday follows next we say Boker Tov from JMN גלי צהל מירושלים, השעה שתיים. צהריים טובים, כאן אופק אלברט עם מה שקורה עכשיו. רוסיה מאשימה את ישראל בהתגרות, פרובוקציה וטוענת. התקיפה הישראלית אמש בסוריה סיכנה מטוסים אזרחיים. כתבתנו טל זרביב. משרד ההגנה של רוסיה קרא לתקיפה הישראלית בסוריה לכאורה התגרות פרובוקטיבית וטען כי סיכנה שתי טיסות אזרחיות שהיו בדרכן לנחות בביירות ודמשק. בהודעת סוכנות אינטרפקס נכתב עוד כי מערכות ההגנה האוויריות של סוריה ירתו 14 מתוך 16 טילים ששגרה ישראל. נזכיר, רק בספטמבר נקלעה ישראל למשבר דיפלומטי חריף מול רוסיה. הולכים לבחירות, נמשך הדיון במליאת הכנסת לקראת ההצבעה על פיזור המשכן. יושב ראש הכנסת יולי אדלשטיין הצהיר בישיבת המליאה, הישיבה לא תיסגר עד שחוק פיזור הכנסת יעבור. יהיה היום, יהיה היום. יהיה מחר, יהיה מחר. יהיה בעוד שבוע, יהיה בעוד שבוע. אבל הישיבה הזאת לא תנהל ולא יהיו שום תוספות מבחינת החקיקה לסדר היום, כל עוד שהחוק לפיזור הכנסת לא יחוקק בקריאה שנייה ושלישית. מספר חברי כנסת מהמחנה הציוני מנהלים באחרונה מגעים עם מפלגת מרץ בכוונה לעזוב את מפלגתם. כתבנו מיכאל האוזר טוב. המגעים עם יושבת ראש מרץ, תמר זנדברג, החלו כבר לפני כמה שבועות בעקבות פנייה שהעביר אליה חבר הכנסת יוסי יונה, אולם התגברו עם ההחלטה לפזר את הכנסת בימים האחרונים. כמה מהמעורבים במהלך טוענים כי הסיכויים להצלחתו נמוכים, וכיוון שיהיה קשה למצוא שמונה חברי המחנה הציוני שיהיו מוכנים להתפלג מהמפלגה הרשמית ולרוץ במרץ, מספר המינימום הנדרש לכך. עם זאת, בהחלט ייתכנו חבירות עצמאיות. בתוך כך, לפני זמן קצר, הגישה חברת הכנסת אורלי לוי אבקסיס לרשם המפלגות בקשה לרישום מפלגתה, מפלגת גשר. 
רכבת ישראל הודיעה שתפקידו של המנכ״ל שחר איילון הסתיים בתוך שלושה חודשים, אך גורמים בתחום מעריכים כי פירוק הממשלה עשוי למנוע מינוי מנכ״ל חדש. מדווח לראשונה כתבנו גל חן. יושב ראש הוועד המנהל של הרכבת והמנכ״ל שחר איילון קבעו יחדיו כי איילון יסיים בחודשים הקרובים את תפקידו. עם זאת, גורמים בתחום התחבורה מעריכים כי הליך המינוי של המנכ״ל הבא עשוי להיתקע בשל מערכת הבחירות. הסיבה, הנחיה של היועץ המשפטי לממשלה, לפיה אסור למנות בכירים בחברות ממשלתיות בתקופת בחירות. עם זאת, ייתכן והרכבת תוחרג מן ההנחיה. בעקבות מאבק מתמחי לשכת עורכי הדין, תוספת ציון רטרואקטיבית למפרע תינתן לנבחנים בשלושת המועדים האחרונים. כתבתנו מוריה אסרף. שרת המשפטים איילת שקד חתמה היום על תקנות שיעניקו לוועדה הבוחנת של מבחני הסמכת עורכי הדין אפשרות להעניק תוספת ציון לנבחנים. הוועדה תוכל להעניק את הנקודות הנוספות שאולי יובילו להשגת ציון עובר בבחינה גם לכאלה שכבר ניגשו בעבר בשלושת המועדים האחרונים. בעקבות העלאת רמת הקושי בבחינות ההסמכה, אלפי מתמחים מנהלים מאבק מתמשך בדרישה לשינוי הבחינה ולקבלת תוספת בציון. ותחזית מזג האוויר מעונן חלקית. לקראת הערב יחל לרדת גשם מקומי בצפון, שיתחזק בשעות הלילה ויתפשט עד לצפון הנגב, בחרמון ירד שלג. אלה החדשות שעורך אריאל זיגלר. Shot.
J.M. in the A.M., one of the best and most amazing memories of the Hask concert. That was from Hask 27. I was on stage as that was happening with Diaspora. That was amazing. That goes back to Hask 27. Guess what? Less than an hour from now, we will try our hardest <laughs> to get as much information as possible out of Ellie Gerstner, who is producing this year's Hask concert. In this case, it's Hask 32, a time for music 32. What we do know is that Ellie and EG Productions are going to present it. We do know that it's at Lincoln Center's David Geffen Hall. We do know that uh, there's a website, haskconcert.com. We do know there's a phone number, 888-844-8687. And we also know there's some amazing sponsors who are part of the event. That is what we know so far, the special night for special children, a time for music, 32. Is happening the 6th of January at Lincoln Center. It's funny, they have a um, <laughs> they have a, a tab on their website that says details, but between me and you, ain't too many details. <laughs> Ellie Gerstner is expected in our studio here today at JM in the AM less than an hour from now. And we'll see if he's willing to uh, give us any details. According to the website, every ticket from the $100 tickets through the $500 tickets are sold out, according to the website. What's left are the limited seats in the most expensive section of uh, David Geffen Hall. That's what it seems like. So we'll talk about that. Ellie Gerstner, again, it's a week from Sunday, a time for music 32. Ellie Gerstner in studio this morning here at JM in the AM, and we will discuss and uh, try to get out of him as much information as possible here at JM in the AM. Okay. Wednesday morning at 10 minutes after 7 o'clock as we continue with Yaakov Shweki. Ribbon, I'm 
We've been returned to Israel and are like dreamers. All the leaders of the world are trying to understand how, while our people flood back in from all the nations, and after centuries of tears, we see you, Hashem, in everything and await your warm embrace of full redemption.
JM in the AM Wednesday with Yisrael Bilvavot. Uh, before that, you heard the uh, Ohad Selection Levado here at JM in the AM. Um, yeah, there we go. Yaakov Shweki had Yishtabach Shemo. 22 minutes after 7 o'clock on a Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. The news of the day, Danny Danone resigning from the United Nations. He'll be running in the Likud primary in advance of the Israeli elections coming up the 9th of April. He's been amazing to us at the UN, so uh, we have certain regrets that he will no longer be there. He's also, not just for us, <laughs> meaning, meaning our network, he, he's been pretty amazing for the Jewish people in the state of Israel at the UN. So we have some regrets that he's leaving, but wish him the best of luck. Hatzlach moving forward. And... Um, Again, that election happening on the uh, 9th of April in Israel. Ellie Gerstner expected in studio here at JM in the AM. Why? Because he's producing this year's Hass concert. Time for Music 32 is set for January the 6th. Details, quote unquote, coming up at JM in the AM.
J.M. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, J.M. and the Am with Yehuda Green. Good song. Good song off of the uh, most recent album, The Shamala. It's a good song. I'm going to play that one more often. Shal Shalas had Sim Shalom, Yisrael Bil Vavot, of course, that amazing song in honor of Israel's 70th, uh, opening up with uh, the words of Simon Jacob. Wednesday morning, it's J.M. and the A.M., 7.33. Drop behind schedule. Let's get to Rabbi Goldwasser. His words, Echonish Masar of Zebn, and... Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. The great Reb Nachman of Breslov told of a country where every three years a new king was chosen. They would go into the field and they would crown the first person they bumped into. Once they went into the field and they found the person that was completely drunk. They put the crown on him. They brought him to the palace They changed his simple clothing and put on royal clothing. He was so drunk, he had no idea what was going on. When he woke up, he found himself sitting on the throne, clothed in royal clothing, with a crown on his head. He was surrounded by servants. He thought it was a dream. He remembered being a simple peasant lying in the gutter. He pinched himself and felt that it hurt, so he knew it wasn't a dream. If so... Then his thoughts that he was a peasant must be a dream. However, he did remember that he just had a fight with another peasant and he hit his head. He felt the bump on his head and it hurt. So thinking that he was a peasant was not a dream. Now he became very confused. He didn't know whether he was a king or a peasant. He looked up and saw a fully stocked library in front of him. He thought to himself, If I open one of those books and I understand what is written there, then I know I'm really a king and not a peasant. If I don't understand anything, then I will not know that I'm really a peasant. He motioned that the books be brought to him. And when he opened the books, he didn't understand one word. So he was a peasant. Now he needed to understand why he was sitting on the throne. Then he thought to himself, Maybe he is a king. Maybe the peasant is a dream. Maybe the other kings don't either understand what's written in the books, and maybe the library is just for show. So it is with the sheker, the falsehoods in life. A person sees that people give him honor. He doesn't understand why. Do I deserve honor, or is it a dream? If it's not dreams, so then why don't I understand the Torah? Why don't I have a bigger sensitivity for spirituality? The moral of this entire story is that a person can be anything they want. Whatever their dream is, whatever they wish to accomplish in life, in the way that a person wishes to go, so will he be led. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
JM in the AM with one king. Schleimy Gertner here at JM in the AM. Check out our community calendar online. Go to the uh, NahumSegal.com website, NahumSegal.com slash community calendar. If you go there now, you'll see the uh, 29th of December has the Kumsitz with Zusha in Queens. Also on the 29th, her mayor, you did. Hamalava Malka at the Shari Zion Congregation in Great Neck. Uh, Eitan Katz live in Crown Heights on Saturday night, the 5th of January. Um... What else do we have here? We even have the Brissa Rum July event, believe it or not, up there now on our community calendar. So go to nachomsegel.com slash community calendar, and you'll see the information you need about events going on in our community. Um, oh, that's funny. There we go. Okay, that was Shlemy Gertner, and the uh, song is called uh, One King. 
here at JM in the AM. Ellie Gerstner expected in studio in less than one half hour. Uh, less than one half hour. Ellie Gerstner in studio here at JM in the AM. As we get set to discuss with him the uh, time for music number 32. Could you imagine? Time for music number 32. Uh, the Hass concert is coming up. As we said, the majority of the tickets are gone. And uh, he'll join us and give us an update. Maybe, although it's not likely, maybe we'll hear something about the performers for that night. I do know that I will be there that night that I think I can reveal, right? I assume I can reveal that. I guess that's up to me, I would I would guess. Uh, but we'll see if he'll give us any information about anybody else who's expected on stage aside from himself. So that's all coming up right here at JM in the AM. Miami's next at JM in the AM.
Wednesday morning in America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course in the beloved NSN app. And we get to spend some time speaking about the uh, landmark, hallmark, uh, amazing event of the Jewish music year for one of the greatest causes out there, a cause, in fact, that we are uh, affiliated with not just now during the winter months. We had the opportunity to be up at Camp Hask during the summer as well. And I strongly recommend, I strongly recommend you go to Facebook Live, Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. And you can see this entire conversation as it happens in the New York City studios of the Nahum Siegel Network. We welcome the chairman of Camp Hask, who is extremely excited about what's going to be happening January the 6th at Lincoln Center's David Geffen Hall. That's our good friend Jeremy Strauss. Good morning. Welcome to you, sir. Good morning, Nachum. Thank nice you for having to, me. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, too, bright and early on this Wednesday morning. Yes, yes, yes. And as we anticipate another great concert. And, of course, the uh, the man who uh, who knows that he has, um, who, who, that he has an amazing privilege to be the presenter and producer of A Time for Music number 32, and that is Ellie Gerstner, who's here as well. Good, Ellie, good morning, morning, good morning. And apparently, uh, through the work of Mike Sun and Shine, this is going to be seen on your Instagram Live. That's correct. And through the work of our very own Yoni Pollock, this will be seen on our Facebook Live. You guys so are so high-tech. It's s- unbelievable. It, it is pre- I never thought we'd get to this point. I thought you still have an old little flip phone. What happened, Nachum? I did have an old little flip I phone. I thought you still do. And I, <laughs> Yeah. Bottom line, Mark Zuckerberg's making money somehow. <laughs> somehow. 
Between both of them. Um, all right, so you do consider this a big privilege, obviously. And no, no doubt. And, no, and knowing a- you, I know that you get the feeling that you are standing on the shoulders of great productions of the past, right. including your own. You've had an opportunity to produce this before, so including your own. Yeah. And obviously, the most sought-after piece of information is a little taste of what people can expect on January the 6th. Let me just review some of the things I, I mentioned this morning. I have told the audience that I'll be there, so they, they, they should at least, I should at least be... Contract over. Now he owes us money, right? <laughs> I should at least be open and honest about that, you know, I, I, as I'm keeping secrets here. That was going to be the surprise let, today. Let, we let, were going to let, let that out of the bag. Let oh, people know that, that re- ex- let's except, leave. Let's leave except for you and I being there, I really know nothing else, and people don't believe that, but I now have disclosed all the information I know about the show, that Ellie's going to be on stage at some point, and I'll be on stage at some point. Besides, and likely Jeremy's going to be on stage at some besides point. Besides the two people that you're talking to right now, right. Um, including, I'm telling you, Shmuel Khan and right. all the people that are that run Camp Hask, these are the, and probably our spouses, but besides us and our spouses... My ish, spouse knows most of it. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't been given every detail. No, nobody nobody Just knows. Just kidding. So anybody who's working for Hask, and as you just indicated, including people who are there a long, long time, really don't have a clue what the show's going to be no like. No clue. I'm you know the sure. reason behind that, Nachum, yeah, right? what is the reason? Six years ago, when I first became chairman, six, seven, whatever it was, I started hearing the people saying, oh, we're going to the Freed concert, we're going to the Shrekki concert, right. we're going to the Nachum Siegel concert. We're going to a concert that was about the performers. And while we love the performers, especially Ellie Gerstner, while we love the performers, this concert is about the organization. And in order to change that, three years, was it three years now? Oh, this is the fourth year. This yeah. is the fourth year that we decided we're not publicizing anybody. You're gonna four come years su- in a row. Four years in a row. You're going to come support the concert because of the organization. You're going to support the organization. And you get some very, 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 very nice music right. all at the same time. All right, but but you did feel the need, no criticism. To let the world know that Nachum Siegel is going to be the MC. No, yes, well, we did. Well, that you did in this forum, but you did feel the need. To let everyone know that Ellie's producing the event. I guess it should show the confidence that people should have that it's going to be a good event. Ellie Gerstner is one of the, in my opinion, I'm not saying because he's sitting next to me, one of the most creative and capable producers. A little last minute from my yucky taste, but, you know, are we live? (laughs) No, but seriously, he's one of the most talented producers that exists today. And I believe that it gives us credibility for people to see that we have such a high qualified and talented producer. Right, because if people thought that you were producing the event... Yes, they would not come. If I'm producing the event, they would not come. They would say, what does Jeremy know about producing an event? I know how to start on time. (laughs) That's That's about it, That's exactly it. So here you have an opportunity to say to everybody around the world, Ellie Gerstner is is coordinating all of this. At the end of the day, I surround myself with good people. I'm the least important person. Ellie's producing the concert for the organization. We're hopefully going to have... It's a little scary because we talked about it last night, and this is, I could show you the emails. We have 41 seats left with two weeks to go. And I noticed on the website that those are in the most expensive section. All we got left, of 41 the, I, seats I got left. a text just recently, 36. Sorry, 36. 36 now. So, so someone was willing in the last few hours to buy five tickets in the most expensive section. Correct. Yes. Right. Yeah. This is all about the campers. It's got nothing to do with who the performers are or who I am or who the producer is. Maybe the MC is important. Yeah, but no- I would hope so. Of course. <laughs> but nobody else. It's all about supporting the campers. All right. Jeremy Strauss, Ellie Gerstner here. Hask, A Time for Music, 32, January 6th. Yes. Most predictors thought it would follow the regular calendaric format and be January 13th, but it is a little bit of a change. I wonder if that affected you at all, January 6th. Probably not, right? Nothing, no difference. 
It always is. Did it happen simply because of the conflict of Lincoln Center? or Absolutely. That's it. If the 13th would have been available, It's always the first or the second Sunday in January. Right, but mostly the second. Depending on Lincoln Center. Right. Oh, so I didn't realize that. Okay, so they have the... I don't want to say the right. They can do whatever they want, but they until you find us another three and a half, a uh, three thousand right. yeah. seat <laughs> hall in Manhattan. That's easy. It's Th- going to be. This up is to them. not a complaint. I'm right. just, no, I just, I'm I, just, not, I just like the just behind know the next stuff. year it'll be also second, at least the second Sunday. Well, uh, back from the first. Seamus Shas is very much. Oh, second. the Seamus Well, well, one. We're one, more important than one second. We're going to advertise at Seamus Shas. But one one twenty, which is a Wednesday, is Seamus Shas. So why are you saying that that you have to move your Sunday event? I'm I'm confused Wait, about that. Jason, Sharon, what, what is when is the Seamus Shas? One one twenty, which is a Wednesday. Is it? Oh really? Yeah. So why? So then I'm wrong. Oh okay. So, so <laughs> that's so, simple. Let Ellie be wrong about calendar, not about production. <laughs> so How either, about that? So either Sunday might work, but we have time before. Yeah, we speak I, was, about I, that. I, was I have to start for a second before yeah. we talk. Oh, about Oh, now I can just change my whole Dafiemi schedule. I guess. Okay, I didn't realize. <laughs> before. <laughs> oh, because that's when it, it ends on a Sunday, right? Yeah, but they're doing it a few days earlier, right? I think it's like that. Anyway. We're on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Everyone tune in. Um, I had one, and you were there. I had one of the most remarkable days I ever had at Hask. Oh, and you know, so much fun. And you know I've had some really good days at Camp Yes, Hask. you have. That was spectacular. It was July. I don't even remember if it was July or August, but it was a beautiful sunshine day. God shine down upon how us. How you guys pull that off every time, I don't know. A lot but of prayers. Beautiful sunshine. It was the most amazing concert. It was just a, a fantastic outdoor event and preceded by, aside from my show, a whole bunch of other stuff that was going on during that day. And I don't think you expected as many people as, as showed up. Nowhere near. We never right. expected that many people. The problem is is that when people hear about a great thing, everybody wants to come. And, and they it was, showed up It was a everywhere. day to support. They came from, as they say, Arba Confosarets. Also, a lot of people are related in some ways to Hask families and would never really come to camp for a reason, but once you opened it up to the public, they said, you know, I'm curious to see what my niece and nephew see all summer long. I'm, you know, So these extended families were part of these big groups that were showing up. At last year's concert, I said that every person in the Jewish world today either has someone or knows someone who has somebody who either attended Camp Ask as a camper or as a staff member. Right. And that proves true year after year. This is going to be our fourth summer doing this experience day. Oh, it's coming people- up again? Yes, it is. Nice. Awesome. What day are you available? I don't know, but we should. I, I loved it. Should, I, I should we look was... at the weather almanac first? <laughs> <laughs> if that's the way to do it, yes. We have to check the weather. We have to check Nachum's schedule. After that, we put it on the calendar. I like that. You like that. <laughs> so, um, and then people want to come see what goes on. And it's not a show. It is a regular day. The staff members are doing the same thing that they're that doing every the other thing, day of the summer. Because, again, show would be the wrong word and, and an unfair word. But previous times, visiting day, etc. You know, the camp prepares like right. any camp does for visiting day. Here, you are mockbid to just let people roam around, absolutely, see what's happening, and see the interaction between staff and campers. And the whole thing was just—I mean, it led to some funny moments for us, frankly, when campers were like, "Where is Uri Butler? Why am I here without Uri Butler?" <laughs> Aside from Uri, when certain campers felt the need to come and, and you know pour liquid over our equipment and stuff like that. Thank God they were insured, right? You're thank insured. God they were stopped in time, but. But it did have this amazing Avira, this incredible atmosphere of interaction between the crowd that was there and the campers. And it really, I don't know, I just thought it was a great thing. And it's a lot of fun, and you're all invited back this summer. And that's one, it happens to be it's one thing that, that I, I just just put it, I, I usually don't write like touchy-feely things, you know, on Instagram. Right. I don't write anything on Instagram at all. But um, I just wrote recently that, um, you know, I had 20 years of being here and being doing this business. In this business, I never missed a summer going to Camp Hask. So you were there this past summer? And every, every summer. Yeah, he nice. comes and every sings. Every single summer, I come and I sing, I do my thing. And the reason why I mentioned it 
was like I said, you don't realize what goes on over there until you go there. I look right. forward to it every summer, you know, just with, just see the campus, see the staff, see the interaction. I said, I, I just yes, this is my uh, I'm producer of the show and all that. Right. We do this to raise money, and that's yes, it's definitely a thing. But coming there in the summer has nothing to do with it. I didn't know I was going to produce the show in 1999, you know, and uh, it's something that everybody we, should really we need go. to get your color printer. You know, everybody, should, <laughs> thank you. Everybody should we'll go there. Donation. Everybody should go there and experience it. Seriously, you know it's what's, amazing. You know what's wild about this whole thing, and maybe I'm just making too big of a deal of this, but I'll get your reaction. That we're gathering together in January, in the in it, sometimes during snowstorms has yep. has been in yes, snowstorms. it has during snowstorms when the furthest thing from anyone's mind is summer camp. The fur, literally the furthest thing is the Catskills and Parksville and summer camp, and and we're getting together, and it sort of feels like a a a reunion, a I don't know, just a a big night to reflect on the past summer and obviously the upcoming summer, which you need support for, and it's just funny that it's happening in the dead of winter in New York City, so many miles away from camp, you know. So the dead of winter in New York City is really like the halfway point of the year. Right. January is the halfway point of the year. That's when people, I think, people finalize their summer plans. We've already been starting the day after Sukkot. Our break is from Rosh Hashanah through Sukkot. Very little is done. In, we're working in the camp, in the campus, to fix it and and you know uh, upgrade it. But the we start the day after Sukkot planning for the next summer, and we're done. The planning for this summer is all done. Staffing is almost done. There's a lot of staffing interviews and all hiring gets done in Israel because a lot of the teenagers, they're not teens anymore, whatever right. they are, tweens, teens, I don't know what they're called, young adults, they're all in Israel. So this is when we are able to sit there and say, hey, wait a second, guys, remember what we do all summer? We need you back. And that's the purpose of the concert. The purpose of the concert is to help us get through the summer What happens? Financially. What happens now in December and January is that the majority of your day, I assume, is taking calls from people begging to be staff members, right? I mean, the protection that people think they have if they know you, Uncle Jeremy, okay. right? If they if they know you, because I've been told that people call you that who who aren't even nearly related to you. Hold on, but, yes. but Tati Jeremy, but they try to use any impression possible that they are connected to the camp and therefore, you know, hopefully get a job there. So it's very funny that you say that because this summer my third child is going to be a staff member there. And I tried to convince him not to because I don't want him to feel he has to just because of me. A little reverse psychology. Moshe, if you're listening, I hope it works. Or the prior siblings. Back up, Jeremy was a staff member. I'll get to that. Yeah, you'll get to that. But what I'm saying is that this Uncle Jeremy thing has taken on a new life (laughs) that I have said it now has become Uncle Rev Judah. Ah. Guys, I've turfed it all over to Rev Judah Michelle. You're a smart and man. And when it comes, to, I have nothing to do with staffing. You are a I can't smart help you. I'm so sorry. Man. But it backfired. It backfired because, okay, so I turfed all the people who want Uncle Jeremy to get them as the staff members, sent them all to Rev Judah. Right. I thought, oh, I'm on easy street. Right. Doesn't work that way. Now parents of campers are calling me <laughs> saying, Uncle Jeremy can get my kid as a camper in because we have a waiting, a waiting list longer than my arm. Yeah. So can we get me in as a camper? So I will tell you that December, January is a little bit, uh, I try not to answer my cell phone if I don't know the number, um, but uh, we have a need. And that's why we bought a piece of property next to camp that we need about $10 million to, to build. When did that but become public information? When last year. Right, right, right before the summer last and, and year, and that would lead to servicing how many more campers theoretically, like around how many? I don't know how many, you know, the exact number, but definitely in the three figures more. So in the hundreds, Whether, yeah, definitely in the hundreds. But it's also increasing our services. We, there's nobody who can take what we take in camp, and there's a lot of wonderful organizations, and I wish them all luck. But our waiting list is so long for these unfortunately clinically complex children. Um, that we just don't have the room. And we stress very often, again, your colleagues are doing a great job. A hundred percent. But we stress very often that you 
very often are taking cases that others simply can't handle with the experience that your organization has. Our, our infirmary is a mini hospital. We have right. more doctors and nurses than 10 camps put together. Right. And it's because we need them. And every other colleague, they do wonderful, wonderful work. In fact, we're called on to help them. We go to a lot of other camps, and whether it's Rabjuder, Shmiel, Avi Pollock, any one of them will go and help them when they've got an issue. But we, we, our waiting list is so long, and I wish we could do more. We just don't physically have the space. Jeremy Strauss, Ellie Gerstner in studio, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Um, all right, a word now about – oh, and by the way, with that in mind, you could utilize the web, even the concert website to donate to Hess. Absolutely. Like, even if you're not coming to the concert, Absolutely. you could literally donate Absolutely. there on the site. Go to HessConcert.com, HessConcert.com. All right, uh, time for Music 32. Now, Ellie Gerstner, uh, unless – Unless I really don't realize how creative you are. I was so happy that you're talking about Camp Ask. <laughs> unless I, I re- yes, there will be surprises. Unless I don't realize just how talented you are, I would imagine that at some point over the last couple of months, you were racking your brain and consulting probably with a small group of people. What could possibly be done that has not been done in 31 prior years? And, you know, you bring a couple of superstars or even two or three superstars to the stage. Okay, that, that is a big deal. But it always seems to us over the last few years that, that, that you insist that there be some type of theme, some type of, I don't know whether it's a story or some type of musical progression that goes through the night. Am I close to the way you're thinking about 32? Well, the first thing I'm going to correct is there's no group of people. It's, you know, Jeremy, basically. <laughs> and yourself. <laughs> and there's no, um, we, we, he, let's, let's back up for a second. We're talking about keeping it a secret and all that stuff. Right. Jeremy, yes, obviously successful businessman and does all the stuff that he does, and not just because he's sitting here. I mean, the amount of chesed that he does on, on the side. Not about people me, Ellie. It's about the concert. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that half the organization that he just complimented, he probably supports also. But okay, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. See, like, guys, an org- like an organization that's doing an event the same night as Camp Ask. I'm saying, you know, people don't And realize. I bet you he's supporting. I know who you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> and his, yeah, what do you mean? By the Let's way, change the topic. His change company, topic his company by- name is on the poster. And that's right. Can we please change the topic? And by the way, yeah, in their defense and everyone else's defense, again, the date was a little confusing. We thought it might be the 13th. No let's problem. just talk about our but concert. We about, love every other organization. We wish talk, them all luck. But let's talk about, about our concert. Go ahead. Deflecting. Okay, fine. So um, the, the bottom line, what I'm trying to say over here, is that he, but he put so much time into Camp Ask. So when it comes to Camp Ask and it comes to just uh, dealing with the show, everything is like heart and soul, and he's like on it. And like you said before, he said he's a yucky. There's right. like, and I am like, the opposite of you. I don't know what really? part of the world. This is the one Ellie Gerstner what part production of the world? all year that starts on time. I don't know what part of the world. <laughs> Yaki's in one place. I'm Kosher. from that other place. <laughs> the Koshi is right, by the way. <laughs> but it does start on time. Um, I so, know I try to be cooperative. Yes. So it's, uh, yeah, it's no joke. I mean, exactly. You are easy to get on time. <laughs> Ellie is the problem. It's like, I remember the first year I did this on 29. I remember like I was like just putting my tie on and it was like 7.30 so show starts, 7.25 and Jeremy's by the dressing room. What's going on? I'm like, I got five minutes. I, got I don't know why. Nachum's always ready in a tux. Ellie, you're never ready on time. I, I don't remem- know why. I remember, I, that, I remember that scene that year. But getting, oh, yeah, ba- okay, getting, but getting back to this. Mm-hmm. So, so my point was. So, uh, go ahead. Yeah, that um, he had that, that idea. On 29, I think we did let everybody yes, uh, did. with the singers right. and all that. But right. before 30, the, the, the idea of doing it that should be all a secret. I actually I didn't agree with it originally. I right. said that this is crazy. How are we gonna How are we gonna get everybody right. to come to? But I don't want to focus on the fact that it's a secret. You're here for a few minutes <laughs> before this event. It's my opportunity to ask you: Am I right that that there has to be in your mind some type of theme? 
progression of music, progression to the night, um, even if you would have, and you might have, I have no idea, two or three superstars that could really carry the evening, nonetheless, you've been thinking, and now, 10 days before, you've already been implementing some type of thematic story for the people who are going to be in the audience that night. Well, the, the general, general thing that we did, that we're doing, that we did last year, I think every year we built on it, was really trying to uh, bring Jewish music from, from the past into, you know, into the present right. and even into the future. And the one thing, again, with not, being, not putting names on the poster is that we can give a few people, guys that would, you would love to see, but you wouldn't, if you saw it on the poster, you'd be like, oh, I don't know if I'd want to, and then you're there and you're like, oh. I love that guy, like, or I want to see, you know. Great and, memory or nostalgia. Right, and then, of course, the superstars. And, of right. course, you know, you have to have, you know, a little bit of everything. And Can I interrupt? Because you're, you're, avoiding, the, you're, you're avoiding the point. Ellie Gerson has taken it to well. a level, the production, that rivals a Broadway show. I don't want Broadway show with the, with the costumes, but Broadway show with the production. The symphonic orchestra, the, um, I don't know if scenery is the right word, but the stage setup, the set, yeah. the set is done to a way that is so high class and so professional that this concert is no longer just about the music, it's about the whole production. And we've been hearing year after year since 29 how, I don't know how you're going to pr- improve on it for next right. year. That's and why I, we're sitting here And right he now. and I have the same conversation. Right. So I wasn't going to say something, but at what time are we on, Tell How much longer? Mm, I don't know. When do you have to leave? Okay, so <laughs> I want you to give me a high sign five minutes of before we're done, because I will release one surprise five minutes before we're done. Mm, interesting. All right. Um, and it's not who the MC is. It, it, I, I know, I know that that you're reluctant to say anything, but should I assume that two or three names that would reverberate through the regular Jewish music fans' world are going to be there that night? Should I at least assume? Yeah, that? of course. Of so course. there, there will be there will be at least two or three performers in addition to yourself. There'll be two, three performers. Who can carry the entire night if they if you wanted them to, correct? For sure. Without okay. a question. For sure, for Fine. sure, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We've made a little bit of progress here. <laughs> Secondly, you were alluded to the symphonic orchestra. In the quote unquote old days, sometimes that orchestra was much larger than sometimes it is today. Have you decided how large the orchestra will be this time around. That's something you could tell us. Yeah, yeah. So we're keeping it the same as the last few years. Which would be around... Well, well the stage itself, right? It's the home of the New York Philharmonic, right? right? So it's typical Philharmonic is like 60, 66 right. musicians. And that includes, you know, the timpani and the mm-hmm. harp. Moving into 2019, I mean, right. all these years like this, if you have a 35-piece orchestra, right. you, have the, you, have, you still have the string section, the large horn section, and then there's room. You know, on There's stage space to perform, to do everything right. we want to do. So I, I'm gonna actually, I, even I don't think Jeremy even saw, but I'm gonna show you like specs of what the stage is gonna be looking like and how much room. It, oh, do you it, have that on you? Hold it up. We do. Hold it up to Facebook. Oh, that will not happen, folks. <laughs> Are you serious? Folks, Facebook, Instagram. Um, but uh, I'll just they can see you. They'll see your expression. Okay, and that's what we're gonna get when we show up to the place. When everybody walks into the place, they'll be wowed by that. They're gonna see. Last without year without did, having even started, they'll be wowed. Without the license screens turning on. All right, so now, based on what you just said, mm-hmm. I can assume there'll be at least 30 pieces on yeah, stage. Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. That's, sure. that's rather significant, in a way especially that, in the Jewish music crowd. You know, I, I feel in like, a, in a layout I can't even show you, my phone is on Instagram. That's right. In a layout that is unparalleled. Really, the design is So just, if anyone thought last year was a great set, they even they will be impressed this year. Yes. I hope so. Yeah, oh, no, no, for sure, for sure. Who's helping you? When you show up for your other 
uh, ventures to us. We've had a million great shows together. That sure, sure. I know that we always look at them fondly. I think you're a great radio guest. But almost always, there's someone involved with you that accompanies you. Are, are you working with other people on all this? Uh, a lot. People H- we've heard of? Be- sure. I mean, we, we bring it. I mean, first of all, we bring it from you from all over the world. There's a guy, uh, the stage designers from France. There's oh. uh, the, the, the main uh, lighting got company, the guys that we're running yeah. with between Israel and Russia. And we, in order to get. Have they done Lincoln this, Center before? Well, I've now it's already, last year. It's, it's already my <laughs> oh, they team. They did last year. It's already my team right. now, the last few years. And then every performer, whether it's, again, I'm not saying this year, but the last few right. years, whether it's a guy like Shweki or Freed or whoever has been on the show, right. they all have then their team of people that right. want to be involved. Or they right. have, so there's always just different elements being being put in. How does that, that make you feel when okay. when you are – couch over here? When, 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 <laughs> how does it make you feel when you are, most would agree, a pretty good conductor, right? I think most would agree with that. And yet, some superstar says, "I want to bring in this person to conduct my set." What is well, one of the first things that Jeremy said when we first started oh, was like, me. "Was Jeremy said to me, so uh, how are you you know you're, you are you going to produce the show from when I do YBC live? Right. All my you're shows, on stage, Jeremy. I'm producing it Correct. from the stage. Correct. Everything's done beforehand. Right. I'm sitting up there. Right. I have earpieces. I'm talking mm-hmm. to people backstage, and I'm running it. That's just my control freakiness and the way I have to get things done. Right." But uh, when it came to this show, I remember one of our first discussions was like, I am not going to be conducting. I won't be on stage. Oh, for nothing. You will not conduct it all nothing. that night. Oh, okay. Zero. Have you done it before? No. Oh, you never conducted Last year, you played the piano and you sang a song, which ah. you sang for my daughter, by the way. Thank you. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Oh, so yeah. you've never hit. Boy, that's funny. Yeah. I didn't realize so that. And it's not because he can't. It's because I won't yeah. allow him to. No, I get that. And it, I that way that. I can focus. You know? right. How many conductors will there be on the 6th of January? This year, we are have, well, let people, how does it work? But there's going to be two. Two conductors. Two, yeah. uh, so, so at least. There at, were a few more. At least one conductor will conduct for for more than one artist. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because yeah, sometimes yeah. there's one conductor for one artist. Last year we had. You know three. all the secrets. Well, I'm trying, unbelievable. All I'm trying to do is get as much as <laughs> this, I can. Just be a lawyer because you keep asking different <laughs> angles to get the doing. answers. He's trying no, to get I'm answers. Saying like this. Well, I know this guy. This guy needs his own conductor. Right. Exactly. exactly. He's probably on the show. Exactly. Um, so you so, don't get to where he is by being stupid. Will there be anybody on stage who's never been on stage at a Jewish music concert before? And I don't mean kids in a choir. I mean, will there be a perfor- a real performer? Well, that would be a good one. What you just said. That's a good one if I wanted to say that. Yeah, nobody's on stage. Kids, right? Perfect. Right. But no, will there be? Actually, um, will there be an experienced ever, performer who has been never sta- been? Oh, yes. There oh. will be. So that's yes. pretty cool. In their first live show or their first live test show? You're asking too many questions. One second. But their first live <laughs> yeah, show or the first one, test show? Uh, what, yeah, well, at yeah. least one of the set of performers. Well, for sure. On Hask? For sure. On Hask, yeah. I try But you're try saying maybe even it. on stage at all. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And a few people that you haven't seen in, in a long time, long many time. many years. Will there be any children? R- will there rhyming be... with Bomo Balbach? Will there? <laughs> I can't tell you who it is. Will there be any adult children of of any performer who's ever been on the half stage on stage that night? Where do you come up with these? Questions? Shh, one second. I'll I'll give you an example. I'll give, give you an example. A, a crazy example. Uh, we know that the late great Yossi Piamenta has some really talented kids. So just using that right, as an example. Right. They're on so, 29, right? All oh, right. So would is it possible that, uh, that adult children of old oh, class? Oh, we've actually had that also. We had uh, Ellie Schwabel right. was on 29, right. and then Review was on 30. Correct. Right? right, so stuff like that. So is it possible that this year an adult child of a former performer will be singing on stage? Is that possible? So whenever I can't, it's like you guys who's a lawyer, whenever I, the fifth. Can't, whenever I can't say anything, <laughs> you just tap me, okay? 
Um, uh, but I, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that <laughs> happened all the time. Um, um, in other words, I don't think in other so. words, what you just said about the first time performer that is going to be really interesting to the crowd. Yeah, but yeah. my what I just described would also be interesting. I think you know, like somebody who's. Right. In the lineage of Jewish music coming on stage. Right. Yeah. And, and if Avram Fried's kid was on stage, to me, that would be a coup. That would be pretty does, cool. Does he have a kid who sings? I don't know. I'm just saying, <laughs> if, if that would happen. Does he get a Mazda, Avram Fried? Does he? Yeah, I think well, somebody who's engaged. Mazel tov. Mazda. Mazda. You, you know what I think would be cool? If there was a different seagull as the MC, maybe your son mm. could be the MC. How do you like that? And I can, go to, I can go to the movies that night. How do you like no, that? No, you can actually sit in the audience like a guest. Like a match. We will give you a, one of the 36 seats left. Nachum will give you if your son will be uh, the MC. Nachum knows about him. He got into the MC business because he blocks everybody. In the, oh, that's how it works. No one else allowed at the podium. Huh? <laughs> oh, I, I would assume you'd like to mention some of the sponsors of the event. Oh, right? sure. So let's see. Do I have it here in front of me or I have it online right here? So there's, there are sponsors for the Hass Absolutely. And we appreciate the sponsors and we can always look for more sponsors because there is never, unfortunately, there is never enough money to do with what we need to do for these campers. For these kids who need our help, there is one child is coming this summer. Listen to this. You want to hear a great story? I'll give yeah. you a great story. This is a child is an 11-year-old boy. An 11-year-old boy who's got a whole myriad of different ailments, which are, you know, Hashem should cure him and give everybody the brachas they need. Amazing. This child needs personalized equipment that costs $27,000. The parents have never been apart from this 11-year-old boy up until this summer. The reason they're coming is because they do have two other children. They have twin boys, and those twin boys, it is their bar mitzvah year. So they want to have, they ask us if we can take them for one week, not the whole summer, one week so they can actually make a bar mitzvah for their other two sons. They've never been apart. This boy is coming with $27,000 worth of equipment. This boy's equipment, every year he needs to get a new, um, whether it's a chair, a stand lift. I, I would give you all the technical terms, but I don't want to bore everybody. So this boy is coming, and he needs two full-time counselors 24 hours a day. So this child is coming to camp just for one week, just for one week. And his, it's going to cost us for that week somewhere in the neighborhood of $20,000 between the equipment, the special food, the special bed that he needs, and the extra staff that we need just to give these parents a break. One child, one week. Now, not every child's like that, and I'm not going to say that they are, but an average child costs us, costs camp, $18,000 for the summer. This is one kid that we're going to do his tremendous chesed for. My point is, is that we have all different types of programs. You don't have to sponsor the campus. You don't have to right. sponsor a bunk. We love you. Want to sponsor a bunk, Ellie? Uh, you don't have to sponsor a bunk. Um, but uh, we have a sponsor a day, sponsor a program. This is an organization that also, besides what I said before, that it touches every single person, it touches all ranges of Judaism. We've got all the way right, all the way left, everything in between. We've got, you know, I don't like using labels. I hate using labels. But we have every type of Jewish person that exists today. We've got a representative of that in camp. And that's what makes Camp Hask so special. There's nobody we say no to. And even the kids who are so expensive, we don't say no to. We just work harder trying to raise the funds. But we, we should add the point that, unfortunately, sometimes you have to say no because of the waiting list. Because there's so that's many the only that, time that we need say no your services. No room. The only time we say no is we have no room. And I, and I do have to give a shout-out to the unbelievable staff. And I say it, and, I, and I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again with your permission. We have staff that are spending their gap year in Israel, one year, two years, three years. Sometimes they're in college. These are kids who really, you've got kids in Israel. What do they worry about? Did daddy pay the credit card bill? I mean, what are they worried about, right? Am I wrong? What are your kids It's one of the things they worry about. <laughs> yes, they're learning. I'm not taking away the learning. But I'm saying they don't have the stress. They come back here after having, they could go 
and have a sports-filled summer. They can go have a summer and finish college in a summer. Yeah. They come and they work seven and a half weeks, just under eight weeks. This is a 24-hour-a-day job. Just because your campers go to sleep. When I was a counselor in camp years ago, before Camp Ask, campers went to sleep. You went out to Liberty Lanes. You went to Woodburn. You went to wherever you can. Here it's not like that because some of the kids don't go to sleep till later than the counselors do. So they give of themselves. And some are up all night. Exactly. The staff give of themselves in ways that there's a phrase, lo human. It's not human what they do. And without them, we would be nothing. So one big shout-out to the staff. We love you and appreciate you. Yeah, uh, quite appropriate. Uh, Jeremy Strauss, Ellie Gerstner in studio. The night is January 6th at Lincoln Center. It's a week from Sunday. Go to hasconcert.com, H-A-S-C-concert.com. You can also dial 888-844-8687, 888-844-8687. Full disclosure, there's only one category of tickets left, So uh, and there are very few of those. So if you want to uh, be there on January the 6th, you got to act today. In fact, I would say you have to act this morning. Go to Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network to see this entire conversation as it's happening. Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network. I'm going to try to do, I can't read all of them because some of them are, are dropped too small, but you'll help me out. Let's try to thank all the sponsors. We have Jay Drugs, yes, who have been, been amazing. Been with us for forever. Larry, Ronnie, they're, all their staff, amazing. Right. Debel, also people, the Gibber family have been there tremendous, forever. Tremendous, tremendous supporters, tremendous people. In fact, when we were in Pittsburgh, we, had, we heard an amazing story about their family, which was just Unbelievable. Harbor View is a sponsor. Can I just interrupt about you going to Pittsburgh? So I'm going to tell you a story that you don't even know. You know, you know Judge Dan Butler, sure. very, very integral part. We were of there our, that night with him. He said to me about afterwards about your visit, how it's wonderful these rabbis that came, and nobody's taking away all the different Jewish organizations that came, but nobody looks to you as a, no offense as a rabbinic figure. They look to you as a communal person. And the fact that it meant so much to them, that it doesn't, just wasn't the rabbis who came. It was community people who came as well. So you should know that your visit meant Thank a tremendous you. amount to them. Thank you very much for that, uh, my staff and I. Um... Thank you. Thank you very much. Harborview is a sponsor of the Haas Concert. Gourmet Glot, a sponsor of the Haas Concert. Is it CIT Bank? Would that be the appropriate? Or it says C... I think it says... Cross Island. Cross oh, Island. Cross Island. Um... They are a sponsor. Atlantic. Atlantic Business Solutions, copiers and printers. and Proud Moments. Yes, Proud Moments is a huge part of camp. And I apologize that the last one is a drop too small for me to read. Show me the screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the newcomers, so I, I think was uh, KRM. Okay, um, could be. Yeah, carry on. So thank and, you to all the sponsors, yeah. and we will even even for the one we had to leave out for uh, for uh, reasons just now. I will certainly uh, thank them all as we get closer and closer to the event Wednesday morning here at JM. They have a time for music number twenty. Excuse me, number thirty-two is coming up on January the sixth. I was involved in the first one. I think the first time I was ever on stage was during the second one, and I think the first time You're I not that old. How are you involved in the first one, not on stage? Meaning radio, radio, and mm-hmm. telling the world. Most people didn't even believe that there was going to be a Jewish music concert at Lincoln Center. The whole thing, the same room, Absolutely. same room as it is now because it's it's switched over it's the switched. years. But same room as as this year, which is unbelievable. That during the first year they hit the nail on the head that this would be the best place to do this each year. You know, um, so you were involved in the first one. I was actually on stage in the seventh one. Back in the seventh one, I was Radio a City. No. Oh, back in Lincoln Center. Back in, back in Lincoln Center. Right. I was on stage because Shimon Lewis at that time came to camp that summer, and he looked at, uh, at uh, Shmuel Khan, and he said, we don't have a budget for a choir this year. Find me six, seven guys who'll be backup singers to MBD. 
And Shmuel goes, uh, okay, you seven. You know, what, are we, what did we know? There was no such thing in those days. So I remember being on stage where MBD, the king of Jewish music, would go, uh, what was that song, um, Mitzvah Gedola? Tamid B'Simcha, he would sing, Tamid, Tamid, Tamid B'Simcha, and we'd go, oh, yeah, 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 that's what we did the entire night. Every time he said Tamid B'Simcha, the seven of us said, Tamid, said, oh, yeah, yeah, That's how it all started way back in the day. There wasn't a production like it is today. It went slowly and gradually. Now, um, in, first, spite, in spite of that, they kept going. In spite of that, by the way, that wasn't the last year. I'm shocked. So first, Maybe I should sing this year. So first, so first of all, that must have been a thrill for you. Um, Do you remember was, anybody else that we might have heard of that was in that choir? You remember anyone, any name that that might mean something to people? Shlomo Sadden was in that choir. Was in that choir, uh, Mark Lerman was in that choir way back. Mark Lerman, sure. and I don't remember the others. There were seven of us. Those are the good old days where you know. It's funny. It really. Is I funny. almost proposed to my wife at the concert. <gasps> I was so afraid that I was going to, but I proposed the next night. You know why I didn't propose at the concert? Well, one second. Meaning, meaning you would have gotten taken the microphone and yes. That's what I wanted. To and do. you didn't because because I didn't want to embarrass her or embarrass myself if she said no. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Meryl, if you're listening, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, I really wanted to propose there that night. But then I said, mm, it's not right. It's all about camp, not about me. So I didn't. But I proposed the next night. Wow. Yeah. And and, and again, even with you. And she in said the choir, yes. By the way, even with you singing in the choir, she said even yes. with me. But imagine, imagine if you would have proposed that night, we'd have you as a staff member. Than you yes. getting engaged at the Hess concert and then becoming chairman years so later. So instead of me as a staff member, two daughters, and now a son as a staff member. I think that's just as good. Right. If your daughters were sitting here, what would they say about their experience? What my daughters, ab- they happen to have, I'm not saying because of my kids, they were awesome counselors. I will tell you that they will both say independently, it changed their lives. Now, they've always wow. been exposed to it because of me, just like all my kids. Right. I have a 12-year-old daughter who's been to camp a dozen times. But they, they will tell you that uh, they loved every minute of it. They might have gone there because of me, but they loved every minute of it. And it was a life-altering experience. I don't know anybody, and I really mean this as a counselor, as a staff, any type of staff member who's worked in Camp Ask, who will come out and say it wasn't a life-altering experience, didn't set them up. We, we, we visit, and we consider it a life-altering exactly. experience. So imagine someone who's there, there. Right. Six, seven, eight weeks. It's going to be a, a real life-altering experience. I have to say, the truth is, you know, my father, Elva Shalom, as you know, passed away this year, eight months ago. He was the reason I went to Camp Ask. Because he said to you? He, Shia Menlois called him in year three of the concert. I don't know where he knew Shia from. And he said, we're selling tickets at $25. We're desperate. Can you buy a few tickets? My father wasn't an uh, exceptionally wealthy man. So he said, it's a good organization. I'll buy tickets. So he took us to the concert. That was the first exposure that I ever had to Camp Ask was seeing the video. Then, one summer in 1987, I had no idea what I wanted to do. My father said, hey, you know, they're looking for somebody in camp. Why don't you go work there? And I went there, and I worked with Rabbi Max Khan, you know, Shmuel's father, okay. one of the, well, the founder, him and his wife were the founders. And that was my first exposure. He's the one who pushed me to do it when I had no idea what to do that summer. So all the credit goes to my father, all the show. Unbelievable. Yeah. Nice to remember him on yeah. this uh, broadcast. Always. Amazing man, your father. That he was. Um, it's a JM in the AM Wednesday morning, and we've sort of learned a couple of things about the Hess concert. You get an A for effort. <laughs> Thank you. At least that. Coming up on January the 6th. Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network. Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network. We know that it's at Lincoln Center at David Geffen Hall. We know there's very few tickets left, and we do recommend seriously, uh, if you go to the website, you should do that now. Go to the website and order those few remaining tickets. Uh, Hasconcert.com. Hasconcert.com. We know they're great sponsors. We know that uh, there will be a large symphonic orchestra. We know that Ellie Gerstner will not conduct, but two other conductors will 
play that role that night. You'll be producing the event and I assume 99% of the time be backstage, right? Uh, yeah. Except for probably for the very end of the concert. And we also know that that one of the best things, and then you're not going to believe that I mean this sincerely, but boy, you have no idea how sincerely I mean this. One of the best things you have done with the concert is made it 99% music. If I'm not mistaken, you're the only person who spoke last year. Correct. And that takes such guts to make the move after there have been years where there have been three awards and tooth speeches, et cetera, et cetera. Nobody wants to hear speeches. So you I get, could, I'm going to interrupt you. If I could, I wouldn't speak at but all. But you have to the put somebody up there. The reason why I speak is to thank the people, thank right. the sponsors, thank the staff, and thank the – but really, nobody wants to hear speeches. Nobody. Will it be limited to one speech presentation again this year? It will uh, be- uh, unless the vice president shows up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, unless. No, but it's seriously. Or the pre- or unless pre- a very. Not, the vice president. Or, or not the vice president. 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 Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? The answer is the answer is we have a certain time, time lot. There is. We might have. It actually might be two people, but, no, but less time each. Right. In other words, the same seven right. and a half minutes, no more, no less. Right. And that is there. And back to the, the music. Same, back straight to the music. We, do, we are not here for speeches. We're here to listen and enjoy music. You, you, you know. That I'm sincere when I when because yes. from my position, I know how hard it is to make that change. To go from a half hour of speeches to what we're doing now is monumental. It is monumental. People don't realize it. They nope. think that it's just it really is monumental. Right. Anyway, yeah, no, it's it, it it really is. And also, again, it makes for, for me, you know, more to work with. More, yeah, you want you yeah. want to constantly keep it. People don't realize that. Right. You, know, you, go to you also this, did away with intermission. Right. Right. There's no intuition. Right. Okay. That 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 eased out over the years, right? It eased out over the years because honestly, anybody who needs to go out will still go out. Right. But it turned into you do a ten minute intermission is a forty minute process right. till everybody's in, till everybody's out, nobody's right. back in. This one lights and the and the hole is not so simple about it because unless fifty percent are in the room, they won't start, he can't open doors. So we did away with intermission, we did away with speeches, we wanted to be a fun night. The people just we did away with the massive appeal. We have to do an right. appeal and right. we need to. But you but limit it. It's limited. We're there to everybody can enjoy the night and go home with a good feeling and open their checkbook the next day. <laughs> or that night. <laughs> credit cards. It's okay. um, 7 o'clock start. Um, On the button. And, and, and I assume ending around 10 o'clock. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that's that. Not after 10 o'clock. Right. You want to end by 9.59 yeah. the latest. Right. 58 is okay. Right. That's also okay. And that's it. That's the whole night. Everybody out there, I, I hope you have your tickets. If not... There are a couple of left, a couple of tickets left. Also, it's possible, and maybe I shouldn't say this with you guys around, but it is possible that there are people out there who are not attending, who are going to make, who who have bought, bought tickets and are going to make their tickets available. It Scalpers. does, yeah, it does sound like this is going to become ten days of a hot market for who can. And nobody believes, by the way, that you have no tickets left. You know, it started the, last oh, night. Last, it already last started night, I got- because the day of the concert. People are calling you that, come on. Last night I was on my way home and somebody says, I just called the office and they said there's nothing left. They're actually said, saying that. I have to I have to get tickets. I said, okay, so buy what's left. No, 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 I want the $100 seats. And I don't even know who this person is, how they got myself. And I said, look, I said, I wish I could help you. But it's, the idea is first come, first serve. And they're coming and he goes, I'll buy 100 seats at $100. And this, this is how it all starts. These next 10 days, as I said, I don't answer my phone. <laughs> if they would let you put folding chairs in David Geffen Hall, boy. <laughs> the truth is there are, there are holes that are larger, but then it becomes unmanageable. Right. We could, listen, right. we can go to the garden, which is right. like 5,000 seats. Right. But it, it loses its feeling. It has to be a high-class event with the right avira, as they say, with right. the right environment. What date did you? I don't even know if you know this. The office would know this. What date did you make the tickets available? Like, like you, you, you made them the available? week after Sukkot. 
Oh, so it was mid-October, let's say. It was no, Sukkot was late this year, so it was like the very end of October, first day in uh, yeah. first day. Offic- officially, first week of November, it went for it went for sale, but people were already uh, pre-buying. Which you could do during the summer. Already, you know. Whether... Also, people have been buying for years. We have people. I, these right. are my five seats every year. Right. Those those are standing orders. But we had this twenty. But if somebody was conscientious sale. about it before Thanksgiving, oh, they could yeah. have gotten tickets. Our biggest week is Hanukkah. People buy right. tickets For the gifts, most on the week of Hanukkah. Right. But this has been marketed. This has been out since the beginning of November. Right. So, so uh, again, if anybody would have been paying attention and really wanted years, to know. we didn't sell out till the day up. Right. Now we're ready to sell out two weeks before, 10 days. And this idea, right. again, uh, of, of Jeremy, of, of, again, not advertising the names right. and also of upping this production to where it is right now and every year going bigger and bigger and bigger. This is this is record breaking. I mean, the fact that they're they're telling me now that, and it's true. I'm saying 30 seats left, and right. two, and, th- and that's also because they're they're they they weren't there was no negotiation when it comes to the ticket sales. You know, it wasn't like oh this is 750, okay, we'll give it to you for 700. Yes, I, yes, right. I also got rid of it. Forgive me. Is that if you and I are sitting next to each other, and I made a deal with you, but I didn't make a deal with me, we happen to talk. Five hundred dollars for a seat. Five hundred. I only paid three sixty. Right. All of a sudden, I feel horrible. Right. There's no negotiating. There's no discounts, and it's not because we're hard. It's because we hear about the children. Every penny is going to the kids, and that's why every single seat is sold full price. That's the way it works. But I do want to say is that, and I, and I want to stress that when we keep talking about the production, the focus that we try to do is a lot of from people don't, don't go to Broadway, don't go to these you know uh, secular right. concerts and all that, myself included, and they don't get to go to feel like, wow. That's a high-class production. Nothing against the Cholomoid concerts, and we love the Cholomoid concerts. <laughs> well, it's a different atmosphere. It's a oh, come on. It's, it's a, a big, big family. That's event. my yeah. point. Yeah. Here you feel, I'm going to the city. Right. I'm going just like you know everybody else does. They go They go to you know where's uh, they go to Broadway. We go to David Geffen Hall right. and so on. And it really, we have elevated to that level, which is why it has become so in demand. We started, you know, I will tell you, three with three quarters sold out by Thanksgiving. The last right. quarter, it was this past right. couple of years, and never sold. It's all because of the organization and the production. Was the summer one-day fundraiser successful? The summer one-day fundraiser was very successful, and for what it was, it was great. Unfortunately, you know, this whole matching, these whole, you know, yeah. four times, yeah. people don't understand that, you know, when you raise a million dollars, you only raise 250 that day. Right. Because other, everything else had come in already. Right. So it was unbelievably right. successful, and we need to do more of it. And unfortunately, there's so many good causes out there. Is this one a success? Is this considered a successful fundraiser? Or this is the concert? Yeah. Yes, it's a success. It's absolutely a successful con- fundraiser. Oh, sure. The problem is our producer costs so much that, you know, <laughs> and our MC. I heard our MC. <laughs> yeah, crazy. We got to crack the budget. <laughs> no, thank God it is. Our, I have to publicly say our MC doesn't raise his rates, so we want to thank He's you for that. Wow. What a nice For the guy. next 10 years. He must be. He, he, he must Mary, be. Mary, are you listening? 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. Well, for that type of contract, actually, we might consider that. <laughs> Jeremy Strauss, Ellie Gerstner, guaranteeing an amazing production on January the 6th. Correct. Amazing would be the right word. It's a sham. I let the surprise out now or not yet? Oh, let's go. Yeah. Oh, we got 10 minutes. No, th- this is it. We're wrapping up. So I, I'm gonna, I honestly don't know what he's going to say. I'm okay. going to let a surprise out now. That this better be good. Can you stand in between me and Ellie because he's going to hit me This for better it. be good. But what does he care if it's revealed? Oh, as long as you don't care, do you care? No. It's up to, it's yeah, up to so this What's year, this year, I've been asking for something. This is my second year I've asked Ellie for it, and he finally has done it for me. Well, not for me, for the organization. Many, many, many years ago, we had there was a song that was composed on behalf of the campers. What was the name of the song? Who am I? Who am I? Yeah, it's a great Who song. Wrote it? Early. A.B. Romberg. Early, like first A. B. year. A.B. too, yeah. Oh, has two, was it? A.B. Yeah. Romberg wrote an unbelievable song. And everyone loves it. And everybody knows Who yeah. Am I. This has been a song that has been around for 30 years. Yeah, they're still playing it. 
Yeah. And and by the way, we played all summer long. We played right. all year long. A.B. Rottenberg, the king, has he has he has written a song. This year, as a special surprise, Ellie Gerstner has written another song for Camp Hask to be uh, no played the first time and sung the first time at the Camp Hask concert. Interesting. It is a song written by Ellie, and um, only two people have heard it. I, I, I'm Do you like it? Two. I think it's awesome. Fantastic. And this is what you mean. It was not, you didn't have lyrics or anything. You just said, I want a new song. I said to Ellie, I want another song for right. Camp Hask. ABS is wonderful, and it's never going to go away. It and will ABS be there. has a whole it, bunch. It'll be no, no, I'm saying that his campaign. Right. It'll be there forever, and right. we value him. We appreciate him, but we want another one. And Ellie did it. I asked him last year. He turned me down. This year, he did it. When did you write it? Be... So uh, oh, just, yeah. just, just want to add a little bit to sure. what he said. Um, is that um, AB? There, there's no, there, there's nothing that can touch who am That's I? That's what I said. Nothing. Nothing. And I even say further. I was, I think, the first year I was like seven years old, eight years old, and seeing anybody from Camp Ask or any, uh, you just automatic, your, your whole brain changes. You know, the whole, your outlook changes. You know, uh, we are not so different. You and I, like the whole idea. Right. He, he, when it's done musically, he, he did it perfectly. The way he did it, yeah. the way he wrote the words. Right. You know, Ain't no doma. Ain't no doma. It, was just, it, was just, it just changed everybody's outlook to, for special needs. Right. And and there was no way I was going to even attempt. So when, so what Jeremy, I don't know if Jeremy knows, is that when Jeremy first approached me to do it, I think it was originally, I think at the 30th, 30th show, um, I said, okay, I, I'll try. I called A.B. <laughs> you know, that was what I did originally. I he called tried A.B. to have A.B. write the song for him. I said, listen, I'm not going to even attempt to fill those shoes. That That is, like, huge, and only you could try to do that. And A.B., being the amazing person that he is and the tzaddik that he is, he says, listen, I wrote Who Am I? I wrote uh, a small piece of heaven right. and, and just Candles, one candle. Right. You know, he says, I, I covered it. I did. Well, this This is my thing. He's like, Next generation's turn, and he gave me the kabracha, and he said, "Ellie, go for it. Do it. Do what you got to do." And then I, um, the first thing was come up with a concept because Ab was right. He did cover. Right. He so covered had, all aspects of it. All right. aspects of it. We had to come up. So until like the concept came, the melody that year, basically, I I wrote right away. But the idea, I just couldn't write another song. Anybody help you with the lyrics? So I sat with Country Yassi, uh, he's who great. We wrote together. We wrote "Daddy Come Home" together. Right. Also the lyrics and. Those were the nights and a few other songs. Right. And um, I came, to, the, the concept was there. I brought it up, brought it to him. We sat together, and it was, I'm just. Good such, story. Such, I like such this. Such the Atta Unbelievable. Good story. You're really excited. So at about some it. point, you will be on stage performing. I didn't that. say he's singing it. I said he wrote it. Oh, you <laughs> may not sing it. We'll you see. may not sing it. We'll see. We're still negotiating. <laughs> Interesting. Ellie is an unof who likes being behind the scenes unless it says YBC. I don't know why. He likes being behind he's the scenes. He's very into that YBC thing. I don't know. Grow up. Well, the YBC thing, at least then you, you see the back. You know, right. the back is, is just yeah, easier Yossi for me Newman's to work. On the front. Yossi's in the front, exactly. All right, my thanks to both Jeremy Strauss, who is the uh, chairman of Camp Hask, and, of course, Ellie Gerstner is producing on January the 6th. Thanks for watching on Facebook Live. Thank you to Yoni Pollock. Thanks for watching on Instagram with Ellie, uh, Ellie Gerstner, and that's uh, Maisha Sunshine, who's a relative of mine. Now I just have to remember that for the next time I see him. And we actually, I'm going to interrupt you again, yeah. because I can, and say that we want to thank Nachum Siegel. This is, as he said, he was at the first concert. Or, you know, you marketed the first. But I was at sold. the first concert, yeah. Nachum Siegel has been part of the Hask family for many years. You are an integral part of the Hask family. And just because we, you know, reduced your rates for the next 10 years, don't take it as a <laughs> negative. I would do it to my own family. No, I'm kidding. Um, but seriously, it, you are, you without you, what would the concert be? If the world finds out about it in two places... A little bit in the newspaper and a lot from you. Thank you very and much. And we appreciate it. And we do expect you back in camp this summer.
Oh, I want to be there. Are you uh, kidding? Uri Butler has his Nachum Siegel. By the way, so whoever gave him a shirt, he alternates between the Nachum Siegel Network shirt and the Hatzala shirt. Those are the two shirts he wears. <laughs> One of our highlights of being in Pittsburgh was seeing Uri Butler. And um, I hope he's listening right now. I have no and, doubt. And he lives on Facebook, so he is definitely Let's listening. Let's hope so. And we just really, on behalf of the organization, want to thank, of course, we want to thank Ellie for all that he does, but today, Nachum, is about thanking you. To the world, I will tell you, without Nachum Siegel, I don't know where we'd be. Well, yes, thank you. Yes, 100%, and I uh, I'm saying this all of this, and just for the mere fact that uh, you wake up this early, I just... <laughs> I know you do all the stuff for cholesterol, but yeah. really, really. El- Ellie cheats. She just doesn't go to sleep at night. That's how he. <laughs> He's going to sleep it. now when we go home. Eggs, yeah, or maybe in his car before <laughs> he. Uh... No, Mice drove me here. So, uh, oh, no. We're Smart good. Man. <laughs> Smart man. Everybody out there, last remaining tickets: hasconcert.com or eight 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 four four eight six eight seven. A very interesting visit by our friends from Camp Hask on a Wednesday morning here at JM in the AM.
JM and the AM on a Wednesday morning coming up next here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Bite Size with Yoni Pollock features an interview with Fun in Jerusalem's Joanna Shepson with comedy for Kobe's Avi Lieberman. That's happening at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 11 o'clock. Avrami does a live lunch uh, live from Beit Shemesh. That's going to be 11 until 1 o'clock Eastern Time. And, of course, amazing music all through the day. Achenu Bisrael and Achim Achem, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And that wraps up a very interesting and fun Wednesday here at JM in the AM. Tomorrow, plenty more. Starting at 6 a.m., make sure to join us. And, of course, a full day of programming, as I just mentioned, coming up here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Last-minute Hask information. No joke. You want those last tickets, you better call them now. 888-844-8687. Log on to HaskConcert.com. You'll see all the details. I'll show you exactly what sections are sold out. All but one are sold out. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember to past. Live the present and trust the future.